rushing around for the last hour. I'm already worn the fuck out, man. What did you do? Uh, literally got up, fed the baby, took the quickest bath she ever took. <laughs> like she never looked so disappointed. I literally threw her in the water, <laughs> like washed her down, soap everything, pulled her out, and she's looking at me like, "That's it." I don't get That's to it. I don't get to play with my bath toys or anything, and I'm like, yeah, I'm daddy's kind of an asshole this morning. Then got her dressed, you know, rushed all the way over here because I'm just on a tight schedule today, man. Yeah, I hate when you're on a schedule. I got shit I gotta go do after we're done recording here. So you, you sound very excited about it. I I the stuff I have to go do today is like. You know, cleaning the house and doing dumb shit. And I yeah. go pick up stuff for the house. So. Yeah, this stuff I have to do that I don't want to do because it's my last day off before I go back to the work grind. So. Yeah. It's and like, uh, we want to do nothing and absolutely nothing on Sunday. but I mean, that's yeah. why I did everything yesterday so I could have more free time. But That's what I was doing yesterday when yeah. we were going to record last night. Yeah. Um, that's what I was doing yesterday. Like, I was, like, legit, like, I kind of just want to just... I was just zoning out and relaxing, and then I got home, and I took a shower, and yeah. then, like, that's when I was, like, I was getting into the shower, and I, like, was, like, you know what? I'm going to see if you just... I got it. one question. How is it we live in the year 2023, we come up with the most weirdest inventions, and nobody has invented a machine that folds your laundry yet? I mean... I would kill for that right now. <laughs> I mean, they don't have a machine that folds your laundry, but there's, like, little contraptions for like folding shirts i know that but that little cardboard thing people cut out yeah or yeah. no it's not like like i mean there are actual plastic ones too like yeah. you can go buy in stores and shit but i don't know like i mean i'm also one of those guys dude i don't wear anything fancy generally i don't wear anything fancy so my laundry <laughs> is mostly unfolded and creased like crazy my wife's just very organized. I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, like, if my shit's not on a hanger, it's probably just thrown in a drawer. Like, socks, I don't know. I, yeah. I wear probably mishmashed socks every day of the week. I don't think there's... Yeah. They're all the same brand. They're just yeah. never, like... One's a newer sock. One's a way older sock. It doesn't bother me. I don't you, know why. I'm you wearing. notice a lot of clothes I wear is literally just gym clothes or no, yeah, shirts you don't you're have always to... in fucking gym clothes. Like, it's you're always in, like, whatever brand that shirt is. Reebok. Yeah, you're always in like something like that, or like gym. Like you see me in my gym shorts, but that's when I'm home. Yeah. Usually, when we're out and about, I'm yeah, in my jeans, my cowboy boots, and fucking. Dude, I just wear this because I have to. A Marvel T-shirt or some kind of pop culture T-shirt. How are you gonna wear a Marvel T-shirt to a DC movie? <laughs> <yesterday>? Well, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Hey guys, welcome to an all new issue of Comics Unchained. I'm your host Sergio, and here back in blue, it's MJ. You're ready RC. to talk? At least talk. you're wearing blue, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not. So and yesterday, but. That's uh that that brings me to the point. Yeah, that's right. I wore a Marvel T-shirt to Blue Beetle because and this was the irony part. I just thought it would be funny, like if the movie bombed. I was like, well, I just came, you know, because like <laughs> I was just I was I was brought here. Um, but I, I'm representing Marvel in the house, which yeah. I mean it's hard to say because Marvel hasn't been doing too great anyway. So yeah, they're both kind of. I mean, like you know lately. what the best part of the Marvels trailer is? What? The best part of the trailer is that Beastie Boys Intergalactic remix. Oh, the Marvels? Yeah, uh, yeah. for the Marvels. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Did, what did I say? Uh, no, you said the Marvel trailer. I was like, which yeah. one? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, the Marvel trailer. No, for the Marvels, but that's yeah. the best part of that trailer. I don't care about really anything else. We know. Because I don't care about <laughs> that movie. Um, but the, the remix, I love those, like... Um, where they take, like, a composer, and then they go over and they remix it to, like, a modern-era yeah. song. I love those tracks. Uh, um, Rambo did one to um, 
what was that big song that was out for a while? What the hell was it called? Uh, come on, help me out here. Um, Old Town Road. They played that in Rambo. They played that in Rambo, what and the, the remix they made was like fucking hilarious. But like yeah. the way like it, it br- builds up, it's like oh dude, when when you hear it in the trailer, it's like yeah, you know an ass quaking's coming. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it's funny you say that since we brought up the Marvels. Uh, yeah, right on the right on the die. I just saw the comic panel that Miss Marvel is back, and she's wearing an X Men suit, an X Men variant of her suit. Okay, so remember when we talked about that a few <laughs> weeks ago? Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I told you straight up, it wasn't gonna last long. And I yeah, was like fucking, most superhero deaths never fucking, do. Well, I mean, like, okay, I expected it to last a little bit longer, but like, <laughs> you blinked and she was back. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it was like, oh, she died in Spider Man. Cool. She was back by X Men in a month's printing, and they did the whole death of Captain Marvel issue. I, I told you it was a fucking cash grab. It was stupid, pointless. Anybody that believed it for half of a second was a fucking retard. Yeah. Nah, trust me. I. uh yeah, trust me. I when I heard all about that, especially when it was all over like the internet and stuff, yeah. I was like, it is not gonna last. I don't know why people are bringing this up. Like everybody who commented on it knew Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel was gonna come back. Yeah. So with that being said, we went and saw Blue Beetle yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, I'm not gonna continue to trash on Miss Marvel or the Marvel. There's a lot of people out there that actually <laughs> like the character. But let's get into our uh, our our comics Unchained at the movies Blue Beetle because it was freaking awesome, and I thought. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. Um, Except for the Latino representation. <laughs> it wasn't the <laughs> Latino representation that, like, uh, bothered me. Like I said, it wasn't that. It was the more of, like, when I was on my drive home after we watched it, I called Chris. And I was talking to Chris, and I was like, dude, like, did you see Blue Beetle? He's like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, what did you think? I said, you know what? It wasn't, like, a standout movie. It didn't make me want to, like... Go back and watch it immediately. I'll watch it, like, down the road. Or, like, you know, if someone's like, hey, have you ever seen Blue Beetle? And they yeah. want to watch it, I'll watch it with them. But it's not like... It wasn't Across the Spider-Verse where I was, like, up in its face and I wanted to go watch it again. I don't think but... anything is going to be Across the Spider-Verse this year. Uh, there might be something. There might be another movie that's not necessarily, like, a Marvel film or anything. But it was, like... It, it was the equivalent of the Meg 2, The Trench. I mean, When I went like, and saw that. was, like... Oppenheimer, one of the movies you got to go up and see again. Oppenheimer is okay, so it's kind of like that. Like Oppenheimer was good, but because that's on a different level. Like Oppenheimer was good to me because I'm a huge history buff and I love history and I love the create. I love like anything with war and Oppenheimer is kind of in that because you know the creation of the the nuclear bomb. Yeah, which I heard Japan was not happy about (laughs) that. uh, And I mean, it's a good movie. but once you see it, it's like, I saw it. Okay, it's great. But it was great. Visually, sound, acting, everything was good in it. Um, the same thing can go for, like, when I saw The Meg. Now, The Meg isn't the greatest movie. I mean, about the only fucking thing they took from the books, because I'm a huge Steve Atlin fan, and if I mispronounce his last name, I apologize. Yeah. But he's the creator of, like, the books of The Meg, uh, The Lock, stuff like that. I read all of his books of The Meg, and so when The Meg 2 got announced, I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go see this. About the only thing they took from the books was the name of the movie. I didn't even know it was a book. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, with Blue Beetle, it's... Uh, so, I'm talking to Chris about this, and I go, like, yeah, it was... We both agreed to this, right? And, and the minute it came out of his mouth... And he's always so quick with the quips, right? Yeah. The minute it came out of his mouth, I just couldn't agree more. It looked like it was a film written by a white person who's heard about hanging out with a Mexican family. Yeah. That's what it's. That's what that movie was in a nutshell. 
It was like, this is what the Mexican family is like. Okay. Wasn't the director something like Latino, though? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't care, but I'm just saying that's what it felt right, like. Let's hit up the Googs real quick. I mean, I can hit up the Googs, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, well, of course, you know why I loved it. But then again, I was actually reading Blue Beetle comics because I had gotten interested in the character like a long-ass time ago, around the time that I started watching Young Justice, and I was like, cool. I think that's when everybody got into Blue Beetle, but yeah. Because it felt like around that time, that's when he stuck out a little more. Because, I mean, before that, I really can't think of anything when somebody brought him up, you know? Unless it was like Ted Kord's Blue Beetle, but... uh, I did enjoy... Well, you know me, I like everything. Well, almost, except for like Doctor Strange... Well, you need to have another bucket where every time I bash on fucking Doctor Strange 2. But, uh, like, one of the things that I liked about it was, um, first, we got to point out Zolo, uh, how do you say his last name? Maridueña? I believe so. I'm not too sure. Yeah, you got to admit, his acting, his, like, his whole performance as... He did great. Yeah, I had I'm nothing great. wrong with him. You know what? And and uh, as far as, like, going into this, where I was like, uh, they threw George Lopez in there, and I said that a couple of days. He did fucking phenomenal. He kind of lightened the load for the movie, and I think he did a really good job. Yeah. As well as, like, for someone who I haven't seen on the big screen, and, like, God, it's been a while. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. Yeah, like, I, I really feel like he's going to go places, man, because he's, like, it's like you brought up yesterday, he's known for doing a lot of his own stunts, especially everything he did in Cobra Kai, like, he came far from Cobra Kai, even when it used to be just a YouTube Red, YouTube Red exclusive, I was like, holy shit, this, this guy, he's going somewhere, this is a phenomenal actor playing phenomenal characters, and uh, he really did kill this role as Jaime Reyes, because, you know, uh, he lives for the character. He's got that same nerdiness that Jaime has from the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let's face it, he's pretty much the same build. Like, everything from his personality to... So, oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say everything from his personality to his, you know, his body build, the suit. A lot of it was pretty much, a lot of it was comic accurate, except for the, the city they put him in, obviously. Well... It's not always going to be the same, yeah, um, as they expect it to be. So, like, I mean, and, I'm not. I have nothing wrong with that actually at all. And honestly, and this is just coming from me because I haven't been there in years. But when the last time I went to El Paso, when I was in a uh, because you know Texan, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's funny. When that's too funny. that was back when I was in eighth grade, and mm-hmm. I remember around the time that I went, there wasn't really anything there. I don't know if it's changed over... I mean, I'm pretty sure it changed over years, but maybe that's why they didn't set it there because there's not much compared to like, hey, maybe we can put this shit in Florida or something. Right. Well, so Garrett done it. Uh, uh, here, I'm going to slide this over to you so make some noise. What's his last name? Garrett done it. Alasir? Alcocer. I don't want to like put a Mexican spin on it because he doesn't look... like If you scroll up, you can see a picture of what That sounds like it could either be a Mexican or a white guy. So, like, I don't really know, but, like, that's the guy who wrote most of it. Yeah. So, I just... I, I don't know. But, I mean, that's just what I felt like. So, like, let's get into what I was saying about that. So, like, it's... I've been saying it. Like, Hollywood needs to take a look back. It's like how we were talking about, like, when they cast, like... When they do black movies, they're always in the hood. They're always ghetto. They're always like, they're never showing like the the average 
house owning person. Like it's like they gotta go to that same trope, dude. And they, it feels like they did the same thing with the Latin community in this one. As I said, like there's a scene where you know, like they have to have like just because you know I hate to say it, it's true. Just because you know you got mom dad the sister the brother then you've got uncle living with you and grandma's always living with you or an aunt living with you or something and it's really sad because that's like it is reality in fact it is truth but it's like you don't have to do that so like my only kudos i can give them is at least they showed that like jaime was coming back from like college yeah so that was cool gotham city by the way gotham city nice easter nice little drop um but that's what I'm saying. It's like they still don't like Hollywood's still not moving away from the tropes that they're using to yeah. do this kind of stuff, like with the minorities and stuff. And it's kind of like fucked up, dude. Like it's like, you know, they can live like I mean, I'm Latino and I fucking or Mexican and I live in fucking Nebraska. the whitest part of fucking Nebraska in, you know, in a nice neighborhood, mostly white people. <laughs> like, like I would say a suburb yeah. almost, like where I live at. My neighborhood's kind of mixed. They have right. we have a little and, and you know in Old Town, yeah, it's a little yeah. mixed, right? By the way, oh, but when you come up to my way, yeah, like there is that like look at all the houses just next to me, like it's all oh, high dollar houses. White dude, white dude, white dude. And then like I, I like literally think like I think me and across the street are the only Mexican family. Yeah. By the way, how I'm pretty sure anybody at the movie theater <laughs> when they saw me and me and I was like, gee, I wonder what these Mexicans in blue are gonna go watch today. Oh, that was... I don't think they did that. It was funny that you guys came wearing blue, though. I thought that. Uh, but I did enjoy the film. Like I And like I said earlier, it's not a... Makes me jump out of my seat. There were some cool scenes. And yeah. I think uh, Zolo did an amazing job. I can't wait to see what he can do more of. Yeah. But I think it was just Hollywood wrote it like it was stuck still in that trope. But let's just talk about like the some of the scenes in the movie. So the thing that really sucks, right is okay fucking if they if they go forward dude and they do the whole ted court thing how are they gonna go forward because like james gunn like you said has announced that like none of this is supposed to be canon yeah pre-superman legacy which i think is stupid they really should like it's not like you can't do it i was i I said this to another person if they can bring wonder woman back they can they can bring blue beetle so like just they can do they can cherry pick i'm like you know what the beauty of comic books is you have not only the opportunity of time travel because of the flash yeah but the beauty of comic books as well is you also have multiverses so like nothing is ever truly gone hell if they wanted to they could digitally impose fucking adam west is batman back into existence in james gunn's dc universe that's true if they wanted to like nothing is ever truly gone so i think by them just saying that like oh this is the last of the dc films that like were whatever i think that's fucking stupid and i think james gunn is really like in his own head thinking he's better if he's gonna just like forego everything that this movie just did and they're yeah. like, okay, like, because, like, you can use Blue Beetle. If you need, like, if you did Titans, he's a major fucking, like, player in that. Yeah, because he's a major part of the so, team. So, I, I want to touch on something. You said that, you, like, most of your uh, memory or whatever of Blue Beetle is from Young Justice, right? Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on, like, his translation coming from the Young Justice version? Because, I'm going to point out to you, that's where I know him. <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't know shit about shit about Blue Beetle, dude. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend that I do. Uh, I never read his comics. I know um, what I know of him is when he popped up in the Teen Titans comics I was reading. 
that's about all I know. And then I knew him in Young Justice. Yeah. That was it. So my knowledge on the Blue Beetle character, that's about it. And then as far as like Ted Kord's Blue Beetle go, all I know is like he was a teammate with Booster Gold, and that is it. That's pretty much <laughs> just a bit. So well, because it's like they say he was like an inventor and everything. He couldn't fully possess the power of the Scarab because, like they said, it didn't find him a suitable host. Right. But it did find a host in Hyman. But uh, as far as that. Um, Sorry, I zoned out a bit. What was the question? Oh my god, <laughs> you can't do that, bro. First no, time I like done so. It. What are your like? Okay, so how was the translation of Blue Beetle? You thought like did they go mainly based off the Young Justice character? I don't think that they did. They personally, didn't. but they that's the character I know the most. Yeah, they didn't because well, one thing because I remember from the Young Justice show and well the comics now that I'm catching up on reading it was well for one he's from El Paso. Well, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and, well, I, I like that little Easter egg where he lives on El Paso Street. Yeah, and that's yeah, fine. And, uh, yeah, that's that. cool. Yeah. And, um, sorry, just like, if he's from Texas, leave him in Texas. That's his whole deal. Right. Like, and, and, and I thought it was funny, right? Because yeah. you're like, where the fuck are they? Like, you leaned over yeah, to because, me. Yeah, Like, uh, where the fuck are they? And I was like, they're in Florida. And he's like, that's not what it's called. And I was like, well, it's supposed to be Florida. Like, it's the Florida Keys. Like, that kind of area. Oh, okay. Because you got to remember, whereas Marvel takes place in the actual, like, we have New York, we have uh, California, we have stuff like that. Like, yeah. Chicago, Detroit. Stuff like that. All those places, right? We have those in Marvel. DC does not have those. Like how so, they don't have New York City, they but don't they have, have Gotham. They have Metropolis. Yeah. And then, like, they don't have... I thought Gotham was New York City. <sighs> I yes, like, no. I I feel like so. If I had to say it, Metropolis is New York, Gotham yeah. is Jersey. <laughs> oh wow! Because it's supposed to be like you know ghetto, like it's supposed to be darker, dingier. Have dumber. you been to parts of New York, man? Like- no, I've, I've never been to New York. So like, this is me just straight shit talking, stirring the fucking pot. So with that being said, all I, mean, I don't know, we always uh... no. I mean, I don't know. I try to. I, I don't know. I try yeah. to be nice to the internet sometimes. Sometimes it's... you seem surprised that that dude on uh, Instagram yesterday agreed with you. You're like, I'm not used to this. Well, I'm just like, I'm just okay. So like, I'm the biggest advocate of fucking like everybody's got to be first to hate on something. Yeah, and I think that's just really sad. Um, because if you're gonna just be the first to hate on anything, then just fucking shut up, dude. Like, you're not doing, like, you're trying to be that cool kid in high school who just wants to hang out with the fucking jocks, and in reality, you're just a fucking nerd in your basement talking shit. Like what I'm doing right now, in my basement, talking shit with a buddy of mine. Yep. But you don't have to bash everything because you need to feel like you need to conform to what the fucking internet's gonna say. And that, like, I wanted to, like, it's like, I was the first one to hate it. Yeah, everybody look at me. No one fucking cares, I hated it before. Why don't you be the first one to like something? Like, why don't you fucking sit back and enjoy something? Like One Piece. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I fucking sit back and I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I thought it was really fun. But, again, I went in basing my knowledge off of, like, the blue beetle from young justice because like i said don't read his shit and i had a lot of fun with it i saw like some of the things i loved how like him and the beetle the little differences they had were like they were like oh we're gonna be on the same team we're on the same page because in the comics and in young justice the show they're always kind of at ends with each other it's like 
Um, they were more cooperative in this case, but there were times that he st- had to stop the Beatle from in the beginning. It. Yes, yeah. but once they like truly fuse and truly become one, which I don't know is there, like a real thing. I in, did like, like the wavelength bit. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. The wavelength part was cool, but like I don't know if that was like a thing in the comic books. But like I know in Young Justice, and if you go back and watch the series, which you can go watch on HBO Max right now, you can go watch that. Um, I know. Are we getting season five? I hope so. I don't think we're ever going to get a season five now with all the DC shit that went down. But to be honest, it doesn't really matter. But if you go back and you watch those, uh, and you watch like the Blue Beetle series, because I think he's like the main antagonist for either season two. I think it's season two of Young Justice. Blue Beetle? He, Blue Beetle is like, oh, because yeah. Because they bring not, in like not, the Jade Beetle and they bring in all the other ones. Yeah, not him and total but the people who have control of over the, the black and the green one yeah so like they're like the main antagonist of like season yeah. two i believe it is and I, I could be wrong call me out if i'm not but if you go watch no, that right. that's about all the lore i know about blue beetle but it's always been kind of cool but in this case one of the things i did love about the movie is uh it really did emphasize on the whole family thing so it kind of felt like i was watching a fast and the furious movie family like it's all about family you know what i'm saying but like and then i'm like oh no i'm watching a superhero movie and then i'm like oh no i am watching a fast and the furious movie because they pretty much do have superpowers in them fucking films now quick question and i'm not i'm not just trying to bring up the race card or anything but dominic toretto himself what is he like is he latino or is he because i don't even know what well there's mia who's supposed to be so i'm assuming they were and they drink coronas i mean that's more racist than i know want to get but yeah yeah and then then there was in the fifth movie where they said salute me familia but i was like so wait what what is this dude because i want to say they're the what are the where are they always hanging out in like they're not puerto rico brazil what continent is that well the fifth movie all of them in general, like well, they like, hop all over the place. In so the fifth like, movie, I want to say maybe they're like Dominican. I don't know. Okay, because in the fifth movie, they're in Brazil, right? But like, yeah. so but they in have... general, it kind of looks like they're in a variant of maybe California. No, in the first film, yeah, they're in L.A., dude. Yeah, then they're at Dodger Stadium in the beginning of the film. Yeah, then the second movie, Florida, right? Look, because he drives, yes, the yeah. second movie is Florida. Yes, third, well, Tokyo. Third, Tokyo. Yeah. Fourth is they go back to Cali. Fifth, they go to Brazil, because remember that's the one where Letty dies. Yes, that's okay. Right, that's fifth, right. they go back to Brazil. Sixth, they go to London. Seven, they go back to Cali again. I, th- I can't remember. It starts then, getting fucking crazy. Then eighth, they just go all over the fucking place. Ninth. Again, all over the fucking yeah. place. They're just everywhere, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but I have memorized that shit. <laughs> yeah, you got it better down than I did. Yeah. But yeah, so like they emphasize on the family thing a lot, and I think anybody knowing like the Latino culture or, or Mexican heritage, like yeah. it's not wrong. <laughs> but back to the Blue Beetle part, I did like that they showed like the Blue Beetle and Jaime kind of like got on the same wavelength in the course of the movie because I do think that was like a really long build up that yeah. didn't happen for a while in the comic books and I know it I think I even in the TV show they were still at ends with each other he would cartoon, still have so. to stop the Beetle from so it was really interesting to see him. them because like the Beetle actually stops him at the end of the film yeah so I did enjoy that the Beetle that the scarab was speaking Spanish and repeated what his mom said. I was like, ah, oh, that's so fucking yeah. dope. So it's like I said, like, I think, um, I think it was a great film. It's not the most amazing film. I don't think it's going to win awards, 
But it's not the worst film that DC's put out. For DC and everything they've been putting out, like, honestly, I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed The Flash, and we got Michael Keaton back yeah. in that movie. Well, like, that's it's because Flash had only, like, a few parts that I liked. Yeah. Being anytime Keaton was really on the screen. Yeah, like, really nobody... And then the big ending, like, Flash points were all that really stood out to me. Yeah. In the flat. Other than that, I was like, wow, this is a... Uh... At some point, you're like, I don't give a shit about this yeah. movie. Like, there were some comedic scenes, and, and, like, right now, a lot of people are, like, pushing that envelope, <sighs> which, what do you think about, like, so this has been a lot of things on uh, social media lately, like, what do you think of, like, the f- Marvel and comics and DC and all that pushing too much of the comedy aspect? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, let's put it this way. Um... You remember that old trope people were playing off of that, you know, that DC was too dark and Marvel was, like, too much lighthearted and fun and stuff? Okay. Okay. Like, just back, like, when Marvel was peak, you know, getting close to Endgame and okay, shit. Okay, so we're talking, like, Avengers, Marvel. Yeah, Avengers. Um, as far as the comedy aspect, for most DC films... I welcome it because, you know, it, it shows that because what people don't get is if you actually read the comics, yeah, a lot of them are dark, but there's a lot of See, light in that world, too. Like Superman, the Flash is right. pretty light, too, when he's not time traveling and fucking shit up. Right. I think so. What my thoughts are is the last two movies that have come out and let's just take Flash and Blue Beetle, for example, right now. Yeah. Right. Really quick. Flash inherently, depending on what Flash you get, which is Wally West. He's inherently a funny character. He's a whimsical character. Right. He, he's he's quick on the quips. He's funny. He's supposed to be like that. He's designed. So yeah. making a movie that's centered around a comedy like that generally makes sense. All right. Let's do uh, the Blue Beetle. All right. Jaime Ramirez. Or Jaime Reyes. He is uh, a uh, teenager. You totally just gave him a different... <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, teenager. Right? He's a teenager. Yeah. So, so he's fucking... You don't of expect him to be serious. Well, actually, in this aspect, serious, he was dark. a college student. Now, I want to just jump back a few, uh, to last year. Yeah. Batman. The Batman. Okay? Dark as that fuck. That was dark as fuck. Yeah. There was almost no comedy in it. It was a completely serious movie. Awesome. Yeah. Let's take a look at Joker. Again, dark. They're setting it in the zones, so I don't know what the fuck the internet is talking about, to be honest. Because they're setting it where they're at. Now, Marvel, on the other hand, they're fucking up. Yeah, everything seems to be a fucking joke to Marvel. And let me just put it this way: it's been downhill since Thor. First one, Thor Ragnarok. Okay, I mean, out of uh, all, uh, well, okay. So Guardians started. I want to say Guardians started it. Yeah, with like, okay, so like we had a little bit of loose card comedy, I, but I feel Guardians. Guardian knows how to balance it because they get silly, they but they get they emotional. Did. But then, like, watch episode three. Or watch episode or movie two, and then watch right. movie three. I already did. So you'll see they do do a good balance, but they rely too heavily on it. It starts getting to the point where it's like, okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Then they did it in Thor Ragnarok, and you're like, okay, for a character, and uh, this is like, I want you to just see what I did here, right? Yeah. So you're going from a character that's inherently not like that to now Thor is like that. Okay, so let's yeah. move forward. Okay. So now we go to, um, you know, the Marvels. Even in, in Captain Marvel, right? They made Mick Fury 
while he was coming up as an agent before he was hardcore Nick Fury. If you look at Avengers Nick Fury, he has nothing like the Nick Fury in that movie. He's more jokey, more kind of like has little one-liners and quotes. Yeah, and the cat giving him the eye it's and It's kind of fucking stupid. Like you're yeah. sitting there like this is this is just a joke. Because so more and then and then to go sorry. forward, right? Sorry not to cut you off, but to go forward, then we get uh, what was the last fucking Marvel film that came out that we went and watched? Uh, that was Spider-Verse. Well, it's Spider-Verse, but that's I don't really consider that like within the MCU oh, movie. Um, but like you take like No Way Home, you take like all these they have like too much like I think they the, Marvel is definitely relying too much on the comedy aspect. And what I'm saying is they're taking characters that aren't inherently like that. Yeah. Like for example, let's just I'm going to I'm going to dog out fucking Deadpool really quick, right? Deadpool supposed to be like that. Spot yeah. on. Spot the fuck on. Okay? It directly referenced from the comics. But now they're going to add Wolverine in there, and if Wolverine does anything too comedic, it's going to be like, okay, you, now you see where I'm getting. You grow because the character. Like, because now you're going from where how Batman was like amazing because they followed that lore. They're like, he's yeah. not supposed to be funny. He's not supposed to be goofy. Uh, like he's literally supposed to be the hard ass. Yeah. And uh, the only like, Robert Patterson is, was fucking right on point. And this is the only comedic Batman I accept is the one in the Harley Quinn show, but that's also like Harley Quinn's that's, perspective. Yeah, that's just supposed to be yeah, like that's, goofy and nonstop like fun. That. But that's what I'm saying is like you take when you take characters like Thor who are inherently never really that funny and even in their comics he's mostly just battle hungry exactly and then you turn him into a comedic character uh it just you're you're fucking taking like you're taking too many liberties with your film so marvel definitely i think is dropping the ball but people who are talking about like there's too many comedic dc films out you need to pay attention to the universe you're watching for example like and like i just said blue beetle perfect example he's a teenager He's learning how to use these powers. He's going to do dumb stuff and comedic things. Yeah. It's just naturally going to happen. So yeah, that's why that, that, and he had superpowers. Yeah, that's why that comedic approach in the movie yesterday, that's why it fit because Jaime Reyes in himself is kind of a comedic person because he's a teenager. Right. So Teenagers it works. are dumb. So everybody that's bashing it saying like, they got, oh, there's too much comedy in fucking Marvel and DC films That's such now. a bullshit that's, excuse. Yeah, they're just using it as a fucking flag to just... Furthermore, fucking bash dumb shit. If that's your first go-to argument on why something sucks, you know what you are? You're a fucking normie, man. Mm-hmm. Because so. you know why? Because if you, like, me and you can go into a theater, we can watch these movies, and we can see, oh, this is spot on because we read the comics. Anybody that goes in and says, hey, why is this movie not funny? Why is it too serious? Well, you don't know the actual fucking character, and you're complaining about something you're not getting because... You don't really know what it is. You're just this last-minute addition to the fandom, which is okay. Right. But don't bitch about something that you don't really know about. Right. And this is also, too, like, you know, we're coming to where the writers are wanting more money and all that kind of stuff, too. So and it's going to be kind of interesting. Like the freedom of control and all <coughs> that. Right. So but going, um, going from that being said, what were your final thoughts on the film? Well, I sorry. I just want to point out there is one character I feel like no matter how, what iteration you get of him, he doesn't fuck up. Who? They don't fuck up Spider-Man. Like I feel Spider-Man and, and all his live-action movies so far have actually been pretty on point. I mean, some of them are heavier in like the Peter Parker part and then the Spider-Man or whatever. But I really feel like they didn't. They don't miss up Spider-Man that much. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see where they don't. Miss I mean, up sure, they changed the lore around him, but other than that, personality-wise, quick wit, all that stuff. I mean. Pull him from the comic, throw him live action, he's still the same. Right, you're right. And so, 
Your final thoughts on the film. My final thoughts on the film. Um, I'm going to bring up my as my cultural aspect of the whole thing because I know I differ. I'll bring up mine. Yeah. Um, they did play the Latino tropes real heavily. Like some of it was okay, and then some of it was just heavily enforced. Like how you brought up yesterday that Chapulin. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Like it, unless you were. You didn't know who it was. I didn't know who the fuck it was. My family used to watch it. Like yeah. it's like how some people know who. Uh, what's the fucking cartoon El Chavo? Kid in the Barrel, which is really an old man. Okay, uh, but like, <laughs> again, <laughs> over my fucking head, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up with the Simpsons, bro. You want to talk Simpsons? Too. Let's go. Yeah, I all, go all, all the white people just signed out of this <laughs> one. <man. laughs> okay, but um, unless you grew up in that aspect. You don't really know what it is, so I'm pretty sure like a lot of people in the theaters, like you, went straight over the head. They didn't know what it was. I mean, it didn't go over my head because I knew who that was because of like past conversations with like some of my other friends. Yeah, so I knew who it was. But but um, some of it was okay. It wasn't okay. Like I could see where you were bothered a little bit by the whole aspect that why are all the Mexican families in one house? No, no, I wasn't bothered by it. I wasn't yeah. bothered by it. I'm like, I didn't care. I was yeah. just like, I was disappointed and like, wow, like, okay, this is the best Hollywood could do. Okay. Yeah, I think. Like, I'm I'm Hispanic. Yeah. And I own my house and it's not jam-packed with a billion people. Like, that trope is so fucking outdated. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to some people it's outdated, but. To a lot of others, like me especially, because like how you said, the uncle lives there, the grandma. Mm-hmm. I grew up with like, dude, I can't tell you how many of my fucking cousins and my tios and tias all lived with us at one point. Like, I had so much family living with me at one point that I was lucky I barely had my own room. Wow. Yeah. It, no, yeah. And, and, it, it and got I, I believe that. I believe but, that. But um, everything else, because... Okay, so a lot of the Latino aspect is spiritual, you know, you know, Catholicism, God, and all that. So when you see the candles and oh, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the the Vien de Guadalupe and all that, you see all that stuff on the walls, and I'm like, that makes sense to me. That's funny that you say it like that, and I was just like, isn't that fucking just um, Virgin Mary? Yeah, the Virgin Mary. Yeah, well, <laughs> like I said, but you say it that way, and I say it the like. The whitewashed way, because yeah, that's because how well, I was brought up, like yeah, it's because you know me personally, I'm from that, I'm from that world. Right. I understand it. So like, I mean, a little bit spoiler of the movie, but that scene, by the way, when his dad died, dude, me. even I thought that was kind of rough, man. Yeah, like I got emotional. I can imagine my wife because you know she, yeah, yeah. it hit a little close to home. But even I got emotional because when they brought up that he was pretty much on the verge of death because the machine was draining him. So he was like back and forth. It was like Rocket and Guardians 3 that he was on the verge. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. But you know where I'm talking about. Yeah. He cried. By the way, if you can make me feel emotional for a CGI animal, <laughs> you did well. But um, when he saw his dad and the uh, land all behind him with the candles, I get that because the very first vibe I got from that was Dia de los Muertos. Day yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that, and that that makes sense to me because Here. it's a big part it of. Makes it cool. Huh? What? No, I'm. Just... <laughs> it makes sense to Adventure me. Adventure Brothers it, reference. I told Mina, and she agreed with me on this because, yeah, some of those tropes are getting outdated. A, a lot of it's still part of our culture, but it felt nice to see it 
represented in a world where we feel like we don't get represented enough. Like how you brought up that it was nice to have a Latino superhero on the big screen. It's Yeah, and that's what I was saying, that, like, uh, I post something on our Instagram um, that, like, you that know... That stupid thing that where it stupid, says... The fucking Hollywood Reporter. Hold on, I want to just bring this fucking up really quick. So let me go pull up the fucking Instagram By post. the way, I'm glad I was able to get you on there, because yeah, I... Because, um... But, um... Let me see if I can find like, it. Like, all that the, stuff... Sorry. But, so, according to the fucking Hollywood Reporter, right? These fucking fucks over here. I just want to make it sure that they know they're fucks, right? If Blue Beetle flops, the Latino community might see less presentation in representation in Hollywood. That is so fucking bullshit, dude. That is so fucking stupid for them to have wrote. Whoever fucking wrote that fucking article deserves a fucking bullet in the head. Yeah, I fucking said it. Because, like, I hope they don't die. I hope the bullet just causes them to fucking be smarter. Because... Yeah. Fuck, that is like the stupidest shit you could say. Like, really, dude? One movie's not gonna take down Generation, because there yeah. are some good Mexican-based films, like Desperado is one of them. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's never watched the fucking Desperado franchise, and, you're you fucking know, missing out. It's playing into the Cholo aspect, but you can't deny that Blood In, Blood Out was a fantastic fucking uh. movie. It was a good movie. I wouldn't say it was like a fantastic fucking movie, but it was definitely... It was... Okay, you know what Blood In, Blood Out was? Me? <clears throat> no, I, yeah, I'm asking you. You know what it was? It yeah, was fucking that. menace to society minus black people. No, there are some black people in there. No, I know that, but I'm <laughs> saying like it was more heavily towards the Mexican community. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like It's the same movie. It's menace to society, blood in, blood out. They're the same fucking movie, just... I mean, I was just going based off the aspect, the storytelling, the actors, all that. So, I mean, it's not that, like, whoever wrote that fucking article is just an idiot, dude, and it does suck, because, like, you know, we've talked about, like, how a lot of, like, the race reversal things are going on in, like, Hollywood movies, in comic books, and all of this stuff right now. And it is fucking true. Like, I mean, yeah. just go take a case in point. Not upset about it at all, but April O'Neil, like, they changed her up. She's now uh, African-American. She went from being a white chick. Now she's African-American. They changed all the redheads. I noticed. <laughs> Somebody did bring up. There's a TikTok floating around about how like all the gingers got changed to like prominent black fucking characters in yeah. comic books. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's but, very um, interesting that they do that. But that being said, uh, yeah, there isn't like a lot of Mexican superheroes running around out there. I mean, Jaime Reyes is probably one of them and now going to going from this day forward being the most prominent because now he's got I think a he big got screen. but I mean if you look at like every movie that's come out with the superhero in it we've had sure we've had black superheroes yeah on the big screen but we've yeah. never had this one yeah like so. um like this is another thing that killed me about I'm gonna bring it up again but Doctor Strange 2 America Chavez mm-hmm. like <clears throat> Well, first, they didn't fully introduce all her powers because she's supposed to be able to fly. Well, again, it was her learning how to cope with them. That and... Um, so if you're what, reading into a, that wrong... I, I didn't get into the whole she's going to become a disciple of Doctor Strange and learn mystic arts and stuff. like Because she was supposed to be like a well-respected uh, person to Washington Heights I guess. Like, in the comics. Like mm-hmm. that... Like what... Um, what, what's his name? Uh, what Luke Cage is to Harlem and all that. You know, that's supposed to be yeah. America Chavez to uh, Washington Heights. Because Washington Heights is a predominantly Latino-based community there. And um, 
like if we like the reason Blue Beetle was such a big deal to me and why I love the movie not because just the action the comedy and everything but it, like I said it felt nice to be seen to be the main focus point because I know America Chavez played a big part in uh, Doctor Strange too but I felt like she wasn't shown enough you know like like I understand the focus had to be on Doctor Strange but after this it just felt like she's kind of a a throwaway at this point. I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't take America Chavez to be anything but a side character in the movie, yeah, unless they do something with it later on. Yeah. In, like, If they bring 1, in the Young Avengers or something, they could be. <laughs> yeah, they, if they, they bring, like I said, Phase 1000, but yeah. whatever, we'll see how long this goes. I mean, like, right now, Hollywood's having a hard time, as it is, keeping up with these films, because, like, right now, uh, and, I think on, it was, right? like, $103 million to produce Blue Beetle. Right now, domestically, it's sitting at $43 million, or I think worldwide it's sitting at $43 million, I think 30 total. Yeah. So, like, it's really showing that, like, movies really aren't making their investment back. Uh, I do want to point out that, like, there was a comment I was reading through some of the, like, topics on, like, IMDb, because, like, sometimes I'll sit through yeah. uh, and I'll read some of the IMDb comments on, like, what people thought. And it's funny how, like... The internet and social media will spread around these, like, it's a terrible fucking movie, but when you scroll through, like, the first fucking comments of, like, a Facebook post that says this is the worst movie DC hurting financially, but every fucking comment you read, like, I read, like, 45 fucking comments, like, I don't know what people are talking about, this movie's great. It's a good great, movie. Great, great, good, 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 good. Yeah. So, is it just the fucking, like, media fanning the flame to make it terrible? But, when you don't make your investment back, again, this is people who are, like kind of where I'm on the fence where it's like I'm not going to go to the movies and spend my money or yeah. I'll, I'll wait to stream it online and there's a lot of people like that I'm just yeah. going to wait to stream it online yeah like uh, unfortunately we're back to the days where like Pirate Bay and fucking shit like that existed because of what the charges I mean like just case in point just yesterday me you and Mina getting drink popcorn and soda was like 32 fucking dollars and mozzarella sticks and <laughs> mozzarella sticks did it <laughs> but Actually, like no, a soda's like 10 dollars dude Huh? A soda is like fucking almost seven dollars. Popcorn's yeah. like ten twenty five. So it, it yeah, it gets kind of crazy. Dude, but for the prices of these sodas and <clears throat> shit, they should really like give us life or something. Well, I believe like if I'm paying like ten dollars for a soda, I should have more choices. Like I, Coke, Pepsi, it should be one of those big fucking machines the that I can pick you can whatever add flavoring I want, and you know? everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know we and I get it because I know that's where the movie industry, the makes their theater, money. that's yeah. where they make their money selling popcorn and soda. And you know what? It's just thankfully that fucking Marcus Theaters here in Omaha because I don't know if they have any more outside the state. I'm just lucky their food is delicious. They, I will say that their kitchen is pretty damn decent. So yeah, their but, burgers are good. But that being said, I think uh, I don't think this is going to ruin Latino representation in fucking Hollywood. It, People who not. are saying that are fucking stupid. If, it is unfortunate right. that's not going to make enough money. Yeah, and there's a lot of factors playing into that. Like, I'm not making excuses right. because I mean, let's face it, it came out at one of the like worst fucking times to be represented in the movie industry because of the writer strike and everything. <clears throat> True. Like, yeah. a, a, and that's not just this movie. That's and other movies. That's fucking TV shows. They're not getting like the publicity they need to put out there because people are going to focus on on that. And then yeah. the other thing I think that it's going up against is like a lot of people. The unfortunate part is, and if this is if you're in the know and not paying attention to just your average moviegoer, to where yeah. like I want to go watch a movie. But if you're in the know, you know that this has nothing to do with the James Gunn universe. So it's like people are like, well, why go watch it? It's a waste of my time. Yeah. 
It's Which, not going to have a con- like because we we know it got left open the mid credit scene. So if you haven't seen the movie, stay till the mid credit because we actually, as we normally do, one of these at the movies podcasts. We didn't do a lot of heavy spoilers. Yeah. So go watch That's the movie. True. We did. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. So go watch the movie. Because it's awesome. I do want to throw the quick shout out for this spoiler. Pay attention to, uh, you know, it's Warner Brothers. So we got the good old, get over here. Oh, that was so, <laughs> dude. Uh, so, oh, you, also, so look for that. We need to bring this up because we're nerds. What did you think about old school toys and games becoming weapons? Uh, that was pretty cool. The power yeah, gloves. to that. The- Dude, I was more but, tricked out by the Game Boy. <clears throat> I want somebody to do this for me. And if you guys can, if you listen to this podcast... Even if it's years later and you watch the film, uh, maybe I'll do it when the DVD comes out. But like, zoom in on the console because I think that was a picture of Booster Gold. When I was like, "Holy shit, that was a picture of Booster I Gold!" I can't believe I missed it. I man. think that was, and I'm not sure, but like, I won't know again until I see it again. Yeah. But with that being said, I think uh, go watch the film, support it. It's a good movie. It's a good popcorn flick to take your family to because you can take your yeah. kid to it, and it is really good. Uh, and bring some tissues because it does have a surprisingly emotional moment. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Um, but I think, uh, and this is the only spoiler part, you don't have to stay till the very, very end credits. Just stay for the mid-credit. Yeah, because unless you <clears throat> know the cartoon, you're not going to Even so, it. you saw it in the film. Yeah. Um, but if you see uh, the mid-credit scene, it leaves it open for a sequel, and we know as of right now that that's not going to happen. Yeah. So that's the only sad part is like it makes you not care about um, Jennifer Cord's like backstory because they're like well we're never gonna figure that out so yeah but it might um, be like a movie tie-in in the comics but but i will point something out though uh to people who are saying i'm not gonna watch it because it's not canon to james gunn dcu yeah um what if it is and, and you, you just don't. And, and you fucking missed out because right. like i said apparently i heard a rumor or something that happened today that I think Henry Cavill is going to be Superman again. Well, we'll see when it comes out. I want to yeah. verify some more news on that before yeah, we just because I literally just heard it this morning. So. But we'll see. But then it'll be out. very interesting as we go forward. But uh, unless you have anything else to add, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, and the fact that we know James Gunn is going to create a Booster Gold <laughs> movie, and then his fucking car just happened to show up. Coincidence. <laughs> It seems like the, the the fucking steps are there to go that route. But yeah. as far as this, as I just want to end this on, it didn't. It's not going to ruin Latino representation. If anything, this probably got the ball rolling. Yeah, and if if you're a huge fan of Zolo and Cobra Kai, go watch this fucking oh, show. Oh, dude, can't Support wait for him. season six. He did an amazing job, and yeah. I can't wait for season six of Cobra Kai. Phenomenal actor. So he's I think he's gonna, he's gonna go pretty fucking far. Um, once everything comes together, you can see where he's still a little rough around the edges Dude, on we, some stuff. We didn't even talk about George Lopez being a fucking comedic. I, I think George Lopez, like he didn't miss a beat. I haven't seen, like I said, I hadn't seen him on on the screen and yeah. he didn't miss a beat. Well, again, I did. I feel ashamed because I couldn't re- <coughs> I couldn't recognize what truck it was because all the shit he put on it. Oh. But how he called it the Taco and it was the Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see that. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's why he oh, called okay. it that." Because it, in some some cases, sometimes a tundra a tundra can look like a Tacoma. So then yeah. you put all the so you put all that shit on it. You really can't. There stop. it is, guys. Go watch Blue Beetle. It's out currently in movie theaters. You will enjoy. It. I promise you'll enjoy it more than you think you're gonna enjoy it. So if you're yeah. on the fence about it, 
do yourself a favor go to a half price movie night go to uh students go get in um whatever you can do to get like a discounted ticket but go show some support to this movie because it's not as bad as you think it's gonna be and take the family because it actually yeah. is like a nice little kid-friendly film to go watch there's actually not too much violence in this to where you're gonna be like oh this is crazy um so yeah i think it's a great family film go enjoy it and with yeah. that being said where can they find us at Okay, if you want to hear more of our nonsense, you can find us on Instagram and X at ComUnchained. We are also on Gmail at ComUnchained23 at gmail.com. If you want to, you know, send a link, whatever. By the way, I'm glad I didn't get you into that email because we've been getting hit with a lot of spam. Oh, yeah, generally, that's what Yeah, and if you want to listen to us, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. What's the other one? Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. And for a last-minute shout-out, again, we want to shout-out to the Doom to Bloom podcast. Our girl Jocelyn, thank you for everything you've been doing for us the past couple weeks. The representation, the sharing our posts. We really appreciate it, and we can't wait to be guest stars on your show again. Yeah, because that was fun. And by the way, she wished you happy birthday. Ah, sweet. So, with that being said, guys, we're going to go wrap it up. And as always, keep on reading.